Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday Morning MV Pro Call. Today is October 19th, and I'd like to welcome those of you that are here live, as well as those of you listening to this via recording, which, of course, you can do by subscribing to Motor Vitality on whatever podcast application you happen to use, or by visiting MotorVitality.com, where you can listen to years and years and years' worth of archives. Um, so it, I understand that we actually have some, some people that are fairly new to the call and so I wanted to, first off, welcome anybody that's new uh, to the call and, and tell you how much I appreciate that you guys are here and welcome you to participate in the conversation. The more people that we have, the better the conversations. You know, the, I, I, I love being able to have the discussions, you know. Um, I'll also say that we do about 45 of these calls, 46 of these calls a year, and sometimes you know, it's difficult to come up with a topic or, um, you know, to, to figure out what we, yeah, sometimes, there are many times Jen and I joke about it, you know, we're like, what are we talking about this morning? <laughs> you know, I have no idea. So, you know, how about this? And so sometimes when you see those email messages, you know, the, the links that Michelle sends out saying, um, you know, join us for, for this week's MV Pro Call, we don't always have the topic before we send those reminders out. So um, please, if you have an idea of something you want to discuss or talk about, shoot us an email. Uh, you know, give, give me a call. Uh, just let us, let us know. I'd love to be able to talk about what you guys want to talk about. The other thing I kind of wanted to explain is I, unless we have a guest speaker, which we do a few times a year, um, and if there's somebody you think would be a good guest speaker to have on, let us know that too. I, I love the ones where we have guest speakers. I always learn a lot from our guest speakers. But um, except on the weeks that we do not have a guest speaker, or that we do have a guest speaker, uh, I start the call off the same way every week, which is by asking, is there anything anybody learned this last week that you wish you had known before? And I, I ask it that way because 25 years of being in this business, it's incredible how many times, uh, uh, just how frequently I learn something new that makes me go, God, I wish I'd have known that 10 years ago or 15 years ago or, or in this circumstance or that circumstance. And, and I wanted to create a forum on this call where we could come in and have a, a place where we could share those experiences with you. I mean, I, I believe this industry is, is too important for us to keep our cumulative knowledge to ourselves. You know, so this is why we do not talk product and we don't talk company. Um, as much as we can avoid that, we, we try to. Um, because I don't, I don't want to share proprietary information and I, you know, and I don't want us to – there's a lot of different manufacturers, a lot of different companies represented, but I wanted the people on this call to represent the industry because I believe this industry is you know, probably the most important industry on the planet. And um, anybody that's known me a long time know that I'm, I'm just very passionate about the way we, we present the industry and the way we, we present ourselves within the industry. So, um, so that's, that's uh, you know, if there's something that you learned out there that is worthy of sharing, please, you know, jump in there. there there's a lot of times that we have a topic planned, and I think this happened with you uh, a couple weeks ago, Scott, you know, we had a topic planned and then somebody asked something or, or brings a topic up and I'm like, this is a way better idea than what I, what I had planned. Let's talk about that and move the, move our topic to the next week. You know, so um, I, I love those, those first, the first part of the conversation. The, the second question I ask is, is there anything that, that happened that's worthy of sharing with other professionals across the country? So an experience you had, maybe you want to brag or, 
or you know, or something you're proud of, or something that you saw or did, or or something that you know I think is worthy of sharing with other professionals. I, I, it's an opportunity to do that. And and then uh, the third question is, are there any questions we can we can answer for you? You know, anything that we can help? And that that can be a technical question. There's a lot of knowledge on this call. People that have different experiences. Um, there, I love being stumped by those. Uh, it, it actually encourages me to get off to, you know, when we hang up to go do some research and, and learn more. So, um, you know, if you run into something out there that you, you know, you've seen or heard, uh, ask that question. It's a, it's a great opportunity. Now, again, we try and stay away from pro proprietary information or, or talking specific products or brands, um, but we can certainly talk technologies, you know, and, and on how, how to treat it, you know, what to use. So, so with that, um, I'm going to ask those, those three questions. Uh, is there anything anybody learned this last week that you wish you had known before? Anything that's worthy of sharing, anything that happened that's worthy of sharing with other professionals across the country, or anything we can help you with? Kelly, I do, I do. Yes. Go, Jen. <laughs> and this was actually, this was not pre-planned. This was perfect when you talk about new people coming on the call and new people coming into the industry. Is um, I, Sometimes fresh eyes are, are pretty awesome. Um, so we brought on Joe. We didn't bring Joe only to compliment Nicole, but for his brains. Um, we When we're doing the soap demonstration and using the mini softener to make sure that whether or not we have ferric iron and so on. Um, traditionally, we pull the plug out, plug it back in, pull it out, plug it back in as we're, you know, doing the demonstrations and such. And I said to him, I'm like, man, it would be so nice if there was like just a little switch on these things. Two days later, he has an Amazon delivery and there's a little switch for our pump. <laughs> so yeah. here... How many years have we been, 18 years now, I've been wishing there was a little switch on that pump, and it's a $9 switch he got off of Amazon. Yeah, so, so it plugs into the wall, and then it's like a little bitty short extension cord, right? Plugs into yeah. the wall, then you plug the pump into that, and it has a switch on it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Great, so, great idea. Um, I am going to go ahead and post the, um, the link on uh, our webpage, just, you know, and of course, we if there's any other one that you can find. But I thought that was genius because there are so many people that throughout the years have said, man, I wish there was a switch. <laughs> and, Je and Joe, when you got it, did you say, nice job, Nicole, because you're apparently here to compliment. We talked about this last week. You're here to compliment <laughs> Nicole. Great job, Nicole. <laughs> so, no, I love it. Thanks. Love it. Thanks. Any, any, um, anybody else have anything? So I wanted to talk today a little bit about what expectations our customers have from us. And again, this is one of those broad topics that can go a lot of different directions. Um, but I was, you know, and we kind of talked about this before. It's been a couple years, a few years ago that we talked about it. And, and I think sometimes things change. You know, I think the last time we talked about it, we were in the middle of, of COVID, you know, and uh, I think we were talking about it in terms of, 
you know, what are the customers expecting of us when we go in the house? Do, or, you know, should we wear a mask? Should we, you know, I mean, there's a lot of the different things other than just taking off shoes and things like that. So I, I wanted to talk about it a little more broadly today. Um, in general, that when somebody calls us out to their home, you know, clearly they have other choices, right? There's, we talked a couple weeks ago about the online sales. You can buy stuff off Amazon. You can go to the box stores. You, there, there are absolutely options for people to get products for a lot less expensively than, than, than most of us carry our products for, right? So why are they calling us? And what are, the, what are they expecting from us? What, what do they want from us? <laughs> so, just say it that way. No, but what, what, are they, what are they expecting, right? When, what, do they, what do they need from us? What is the value that, that they're hoping to get or that they're expecting from us that allows them to justify the, the increased cost of, of the product and service that we provide? So what are their expectations? I'm, I'm just kind of curious. You know, I'll open it up to you guys, and let's, let's see where the conversation goes. What do you think a customer's expectation of us as professionals are? What do they, what do they need from us? Kelly, it's Nicole. They expect us to be a water expert. Hi. They're, they're expecting a water expert. Yeah. Is that what you said? So what does that mean? Yeah. What, is, what does that mean? And, and is it a, does it make you a little nervous? Because, I mean, you're brand new, Nicole, and we've run into this before where, where there are people who, yeah, they, they feel like customers are expecting a water expert. And then, I mean, we've, Jen and I both have seen that before where you have uh, somebody new come in and they want to be an expert and they're diving in and they're trying to learn everything, but they're very nervous because they don't ever feel like they have that level of expertise yet to be able to go out there and do it. And so they're, they're, there's always that step so what do you you know be more a little more specific if you would please about what does it mean to be a water expert in the customer's eyes i think that they're looking for knowledge that we can provide that they maybe don't have um it's the same i feel it's the same in every industry it's um for example like a hairstylist why do you go to her to get your hair done professionally you go to a doctor you don't self-diagnose to get, you know, the correct diagnosis. Um, the same thing with water. Like, if if you assume that you have iron in your water, well, how do you know unless you get it tested and evaluated by somebody who knows what they're doing? Yeah. So how much expertise do you feel is necessary for us to go in there and, and effectively be able to do our job? I definitely think it has to be someone very much like what we are, water professionals who have a test kit who can go and, and test for basic things, but also have the resources to find additional answers if yeah. they're needed. Yeah, and I, you know, that's, that is one of the things that I believe sets a, an expert or a professional apart from some of the companies that are out there that just have the script um they and if somebody does, is is one of those companies i i'm i'm i welcome an alternative view to this but i uh, there are certainly those companies still out there representing our our industry our products that you know they they bring in the the person they teach them the two and a half hour three hour script with the magic show stuff on it and and 
um, and send them out there. And I, I think that that's a difference because, yeah, they, there's a really nice presentation. It's a really powerful presentation, and it certainly works. People buy that way, but, but they're not able to really go off script and explain you know, really what's happening. I mean, if, it's, if there's anything outside of that script, then many of the, the people that have just memorized it, you know, they don't really understand what the test is doing and, and what the real benefits are of, of putting that water in. It's just, it's just repeating a script. So um, I think that is one of the things that set us apart. So I, I, I will kind of answer my own question a little bit to you, Nicole. Um, you know, how much expertise do we need to be able to effectively do the job? I believe that most of us, Jen, I know you could, you could speak to this and attest to this as well, because we, we've seen this over and over and over again. You know, you come in into this industry and you realize how much there is to learn, but I think you forget how quickly you can learn it and how, you know, how much you do learn. And I think that um, it's important to remember how much you knew before you came into the industry, because even after a week or two or three or a, you know, a month or six months, we know way, way more than the average customer does. So already, in, in most people's eyes, we are going to be considered an expert um, in comparison with what they know. Does anybody else want to speak to that? Thanks, Elliot Scott. Yeah. Um, so I, I think one of the most important things is uh, people, especially in our industry, are looking for honesty. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and I am a firm believer that this is not an industry where you can fake it till you make it. And you need to let the customer know when you don't know something um, and get them that answer. Um, only because um, with the Internet, um, there's so much information and there's so much misinformation if you try to like shoot off your hip and say what you think um, rather than what you know, um, you'll lose all credibility. Um, so I tell people all the time, but, you know, I've, I've been doing this for seven years. I know a lot, but I don't know everything, but I do know somebody that does. Um, and I have multiple people that I can call um, while I'm in the house um, to get their answer. Um, and I think that goes a long way with trust. I think it's huge. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, and even a doctor, I mean, I would trust a doctor more that had to you know double check or look something up than somebody that that shot up you know shot from, oh yeah I, I i think i know what this is here take this drug you know here here do you have the surgery I, i'd rather them do their due diligence and double check and make sure um to be thorough about it absolutely so honesty is definitely there so expertise honesty what else what else what other expectations do they have from us this is elaine and hey, in California, we have a whole different set of rules, and so I think our customers expect that we're going to follow them. And um, for instance, all of our salespeople have to be, it's called CalHIS, which means they have to be fingerprinted, everything sent to the oh. DOJ, they get a badge, they're licensed, they're registered, like a $400 process per person. So a lot of companies don't do it. And so that's unfair to the customer because you're in their home and, you know, in California, they want to make sure that you're not a child molester or a, or a you know, things that you have a, a record that was a, a burglar or whatever, robber. So um, that and I think, um, you know, they want to make sure that we pull permits. They want to make sure that we have the right licenses and the right insurance and that 
we're going to be able to take care of them if there's a problem that we do that we they are protected. You know, it's a big investment and, and we're we're messing with their plumbing, you know, we're tapping into their water main and so they want to make sure that we're gonna take care of things if, if something happens and that happens when you when you when you follow all the regulations and you're not you know cutting corners because of cost. Yeah. Okay, so their they their expectation is that if you have a premium product that you followed the rules that that when somebody comes to their home they've done a background check that they're going to be all right i think that's that's something i would absolutely promote market too <laughs> make sure that everybody i'm sure you do you guys do an excellent job out there so you know to make sure that everybody knows that exactly what you said you know why is that other company so you know why can they do it so cheap well have they followed the rules you know, have they? Exactly. Have they, I mean, it's for solar, you know, it's, for, it's for HVAC, it's for everybody. So, and, and yeah. the consumers know that. So, if you're not wearing your badge, yeah. that's going to tell the customer something. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're expecting that identification and, and that the 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 knowledge that you've done a lot of that that legwork for them as a company, so that they don't have to be as concerned as a as a consumer. Excellent. Great. That's awesome. What what else? What else? What other what other customer expectations do they have of us? Hi, hey, Kelly, it's, it's Paul. It's hey, Paul. Paul. I was just going to say timeliness. Ah, I so punctuality, timeliness. So, what do you mean by timely? Do you mean like being on time for the for a sales call or a service call, or do you mean um, all, like all the, of the above? Like, if they call and leave a message. How long does it take before you return the call? You know, is it oh, three yeah. hours? Is it three days? Certainly, if you're going to their house, yes, that you're on time, or if you're going to be late, that you proactively call them and say, hey, this is what's going on. So I guess good communication is another you know, part of that. Yeah, communication. I, You know, it'll, it's a little – the communication thing, I, I can tell you, we as a company right now are searching for – you know, I've really been in the market for, for some things, and I'm a little surprised – at how right now it's hard to get people i mean i you know we have money to spend we have a budget to spend on some things it's a, you know a pretty significant budget to spend on on some of the things that we as a company need and i've been searching and trying to find it and and asking people and it's really surprising to me how difficult it is to get people to call back you know i told somebody yesterday i'm trying to give my money to somebody nobody seems to want it <laughs> you know, it's like, and it, it it it's a little, it's frustrating as heck. Now, I think some of that is because most of these, you know, everybody, the economy, even though, you know, you hear about it overall, it's pretty good. People are busy. They're, you know, there's a lot of business to be had. Now, some of it is also, there's a, it's not just that they're busy. Sometimes they don't have the labor either, you know, so it, that's hard too, right, to get, people are busy and, and it's hard to get people to, um, you know, to to be able to have the time to call back if they're they're trying to juggle a million different hats. But you're right. I think that communication, if you can, people may not notice it. If you call them back really fast, they may have that expectation. They certainly notice it if you don't call them back, right? If you're not communicating, if if they have to leave two or three messages with you to um, to make that happen. So I, I agree with you, Paul. I think I think that they have an expectation if they're looking at a premium product to buy a premium product from you, I think that they have that, 
that expectation of somebody that they would consider a quality company to be able to communicate back with them. I think you're absolutely right. And being on time, we've talked about that, you know, punctuality. But also, I think I think timeliness, you know, and being able to install it at a at a you know in a, at a reasonable time. Um, I mean, it's tough for companies out there that are you know four weeks out, five weeks out. You know, that, that's that's hard. We live in a fast food world. People want it. They want it faster. You know, they don't want to have to wait that long for um, for that service. Not when there are so many choices out there where they they wouldn't have to wait. So, um, Michelle, you had you had something. I, I was just going to say, um, I think customers expect you to be fair, and I know that's very subjective, um, but fair in pricing and. Again, that's where you have to explain why the price of your product is what it is. Because some people, you know, you might give them a price and they'd be like, wow, that's, you know, they think that you're charging them too much. So, but if you explain the reasons why, and then I think that a customer would understand and feel like they're being treated fairly or given a fair price. Mm -hmm. And then also the biggest thing for me as a homeowner, I can't tell you how much I appreciate when someone who comes to my house to do something takes that extra minute or goes that extra mile. I had an electrician here the other day who really went out of his way to find the problem, and he had to wind up cutting into my drywall, which was the only way to really fix it. And he went to my kitchen. He didn't ask, but that was fine with me. And he got a paper towel, got some water, and, and wiped up any of the little dust that came off, which I thought was was incredible. That really went a long way for me. Yeah, so my question, I guess there is, was that an, did you have that expectation of him, or is it something that you appreciated because you didn't expect it? So going back to being fair with the price, that's an expectation I have. Um, that going the little bit extra that he did that, I was I was a little surprised. I and mean, it wasn't a big mess. It was so tiny. So for him to leave it, it you know, it could be something that he didn't notice or maybe I didn't notice till later, but it, it really stood out. Right. So I, I wonder about that. You know, that's if you look at what what the customers expect of us and then you go over and beyond that, that's providing the wow service, right? And I always define the wow service as as anything that makes you or makes your customer look at you and go, Wow. Wow. That was, which, which is what you're talking about here, right? You said that that was such a minor little you know, mess that he made, but he took the time to clean it up and make sure that it was really thorough and, and stuff like that. And I think that that is, um, yeah, I think, I think we look at what the customer's expectations are and see if we can, we can surpass those expectations that we can move, you know, that, that I think is going to make us really stand out. I think the, you know, the fair price part comes down to not only, you know, building that value, but being able to, to point out why, you know, to be, be ready to, um, to justify, legitimately justify the price that you're paying. You know, I think that that's an expectation that people have as well, because I, I, I will tell you if, you know, I think that a lot of times people, they see that big price, and I think they want to have it. I mean, if they're looking at you going, oh, that's way too high, I think they're saying that because they, they, they're expecting you to be able to justify it. And if you can't justify it, I think you haven't met their expectations. 
What other thoughts do we have on this? Kelly, kind of going back to what Michelle was saying is I, I as a consumer, I kind of do expect them to go above and beyond. Um, and it, because, um, like Michelle said, it, it, to, he had, he, he had to find the problem. And, you know, I don't know if Kayla's on the call, but she was just telling me yesterday about how they really went above and beyond, um, because there were some water lines that it was just really weird, the soft water lines and hard water lines, the way they were running throughout the kitchen. And, um, and they took the extra time to, recognize that and correct it for the homeowner and mm. the homeowner was just tickled about it. So I, I guess I do expect that, but you know, maybe that's because in the past, which is kind of what we do when we do the follow up, that's that's above and beyond. That's that yeah. more than what people are expecting. But the next time they have somebody come in, whether it's for their furnace, their windows or what have you, Raise they're kind the of expecting that at that point you know it's like well the other company did this so why are you guys doing it yeah it raised the bar yeah exactly right yeah yeah i i because i i wonder you know I, I think that i guess i i wonder how many customers especially these days you know when i go into i i go into to the grocery store or the other day i was at walmart and I went to Walmart and I was looking for, for something and, um, you know, I asked somebody for it. My expectation was that they, if they knew where it was at all, that they would just tell me, you know, kind of point me in the right direction because this, this person that I asked was, was labeling stuff. And, and so I asked for, for where this thing was and they stopped what they were doing. My expectation was just to be pointed in the right direction. But they stopped what they were doing and walked me down to the aisle to show me exactly where they were. And they, they were a little hidden. And that, that was beyond my expectation. And so that's what I think, you know, we're, we're kind of talking about. Now, it would be awesome if I had that kind of, if I could expect that every time I, I have a question, I go in the Target or Walmart or, any, you know, anywhere else and um, look in the shop. But my expectation is still that, that they're, people would, if they know where it's at, are just going to point, you know, but that really did raise the bar. Now I'm going to notice when somebody doesn't, you know, it, it's definitely going to stand out. Um, so I, I think we have to, we do need to look at what our customers are expecting and, and act to raise that bar of what their expectations are. Um, so I think that that's, that's definitely true. I think that's going to make us stand out. So any, any other thoughts? We've got about three minutes. Any final thoughts on this? I do. I think yeah, there's a sure. lot of people that all they're expecting is a price. Uh, they're not expecting oh, the one. education, the <clears throat> actually setting up and designing their system. Um, I went out on an appointment the other day for just a softener. It turned out to be a coffee shop that's being built. Yeah. And they were going to be buying an inexpensive RO from a well driller. Now, they're on city water. How they got hooked up to the well driller, I don't know, but they did. And I started going over the water chemistry and things with coffee. Cause I, so a few years ago, I put in a softener for a guy that's a coffee roaster. Then I put one in his roastery place. Then he's referred me to several other coffee companies. So yeah. even though I don't really drink coffee, 
I know a little more about it than the average Joe, apparently. And um, I started going over their water chemistry and because they were told they needed to have a softener so that the RO filters wouldn't be. But this guy from the well driller said, well, you don't need any service with your RO. You just need to change your filters once a year. You can do that yourself. And I went yeah. over, well, you need to sanitize the system and things like that. And I just literally, since we've been on the phone, got the paperwork back for the softener and the RO. Nice. Nice. So, so that goes back to that expertise, right? In making sure that we are, are being an expert. So I, yeah, I, again, I think you set the bar. You know, what it sounds like to me is your customer, they went with what they expected initially, but that may, because customers expectations tend to be low. I, and I think as, a, you know, as we go through this call, not that I want to contradict a lot of people in the, in the final moments, but I think a lot of us on this call, as we talk about what the expectations are, I wonder how many of our customers really expect, you know, is there a difference between expect and, and want, right? What do they expect from us? Are their expectations of us much lower than what they wish we had? You know, so when we talk about honesty or timeliness or, um, or expertise or, um, all of those things, are those things that we want them to expect from us? And, and do they realistically? If they don't know who we are, are they expecting that from us? So let's take a look at, you know, what their, their expectations are and then work to achieve, you know, um, raising the bar, right? You know, we want to raise the bar so that, so that next time, there's not a question. And actually, it, be, it makes us a lot easier. It makes it a lot easier for them to refer us when, when they've had, you know, when other companies have met their expectations, but have not exceeded their expectations, right? So final, final comments, final thoughts here in the last 30 seconds we have. I want to thank everybody. I really do appreciate everybody taking the time to hop on this call um, and and support us. Um, don't forget, we have the uh, we just scheduled two new installer training courses for January, um, and we have the vendor course for vendors for for suppliers uh, coming up in November. If you have questions about that, please let us know. Other than that, everybody, be safe. Have a great weekend, and we will talk to you next week, if not before. So thanks, everybody. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks. Thanks.